1: This week in league, Callan Ponger unlocks the mysteries of time travel, single-handedly dragging the Newcastle Knights back for 2016.
0: Carl Lawton plays matchmaker, trying to set up Cam Murray with Alex McKinnon's ex. Wayne Bennett to start his son in the Haas for the Dolphins, stating it can't be worse than what's happening at Parramatta. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round nine of the 2022 NRL season.
1: All that more this week in league. Welcome to episode 460 of This Week in League. I'm Nate, and I'm Jay, and I'm Glenn. There we go, fellas. Fucking awesome. Great. Great. You're still grumpy, Glenn. Like it's just... You're so happy and happy go lucky off the yeah, away from the uh the episodes. Second we hit record, you become still grumpy. Am hey, I
0: really though, Nathan.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you look like you've you had it. I Look, I delivered you some some less than stellar news on the telephone today, and you fucking took it in
0: stride. Yeah, I'm used to dealing with incompetence. It's all good. I'll just fucking deal with it and get on with it.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Last round, obviously, has Glennie feeling a certain way.
0: <laughs>
1: so, So now we move
2: ahead. I don't know. It's around I'm, nine. I'm concerned with the lack of eye contact on this fucking Skype call.
1: Yeah, same. Same. It is disturbing. You know? You... Oh there we go. Now he's no. back. Go
2: fuck yourselves. Oh, Look at each other.
0: <laughs> we can
2: see, see we can the, see, see your see phone it. reflection in your glasses, you rude fuck.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to fucking do he's something a, while you guys swiping, he's, talk he's shit. He's swiping right he's swiping right constantly. Oh. <laughs> Stop swiping right.
2: <laughs> like he's swiping and just mouthing. You'll be done. You'll, you'll be done.
1: <laughs> so good. Look, I don't know if there is any news articles you guys want to talk about, but there was one uh, that just came out this afternoon, and uh, we don't even need to worry about the substance of it yet because it's just a, it's, a, it's just a, an idea and a concept to talk about. But um, PNG have launched their bid to become the NRL's eighteenth team, so they want to become the eighteenth team in the next broadcast cycle. They've received the backing of the Prime Minister. And uh, they put their hand up. They want the license for team number 18. And uh, I guess the broadcast agreement is uh, ending after the 2027 season. But I think that they've said that they believe that they're ready to go with the team from 2025 onwards. And they'd like to be in there by 2030. Fuck.
0: Okay. Fair plan. I'm all for it. Um,
2: There would have to be some some things sorted out. The the first thing that came to my mind is how would this be the same or any different from any other industry I know that has people that work in PNG. Yep. And for the most part, PNG is a lovely place full of the most amazing people who who would treat would treat rugby league players the way cricketers are treated in India. Yes, you know, would would be genuine, bona fide rock stars in that yes. nation. Um, however, any other time that I've seen business conducted in in PNG, people are paid extra money mm-hmm. for for the fact that they're living somewhere that may not have. You know, a all of the creature comforts that they're used to, uh, or b an increased level of danger in some circumstances than they would be used to. So my first thought is, how would they go attracting talent and not yeah. not end up in that constant cycle of having to pay overs for people in the salary cap to get them there? And so I. I would actually be okay if the NRL came out and said, "Well, based on you know PNG, they're they're an emerging nation in terms of the game, um, so we are going to pay a percentage of you know living away from from home allowance yeah. for any players that want to go and play over there." So you'll have whatever your your contract is. We will give you x amount of dollars more per year, exclusive of the salary cap. Uh, yeah for, for the work you are doing in in giving up the creature comforts of home and going over there but um, their, their q cup side is competitive yep you know um, more than competitive fucking you know, winners but
1: yeah well this this is it i mean and it just goes to show that like you know the investments they've made in their pathways and you know getting the kids into you know up to standard to play you know in the qrl it's, it's obviously working that's it, and, um, and yeah, they've been they've been increasingly competitive internationally when they yep. get a chance to yeah. have a game.
0: I think yep. this is a natural progression, and the timeline probably suits. Um, I think there's, you know, a hell of a lot of untapped talent there that would benefit from NRL level pathways and development um, through to a, yep. a team, a local team, for the for the kids to to aspire to and. Um, yeah, I, I agree with yeah. your point, Jay, about managing some of the elements uh, you, that doing any sort of business in PNG can bring. Um, yeah, more often than not, but um, well, I'm I'm here for it as a concept. That's for sure. Yeah, and
2: look, I I would like it to get to the stage. I, I think the risk we run when we look at that is, um, you know, obviously teams like the Warriors are going to have a a larger contingent of. New Zealand players or players of New Zealand origin just as the Cowboys have you know North Queensland juniors that come through their system yep. I would still like to see and it's going to need some established Australian players you know or, you know Kiwi players whatever they they may be um, to go over there and not just make it so that the the PNG team is just PNG nationals
1: yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: You know, I, I would like to see, because just as those those guys will get an advantage playing in the NRL, they will gain different advantages playing with NRL players.
1: Absolutely. Hundred so yep. percent yep. agree. Yeah, and it is just solving the problem of like you know how the players live and everything over there. The guys that are from outside of PNG because I had a mate. Um, his dad used to play for the Eels, and he went over there and um and was coaching rugby league for a number of years and like, you know, it was, life's different over, it's it different over there. Yeah. You know, from the, when you're an out, outside, I mean, like living in like a gated community. Yep. Armed thing, you know, every house inside the gated community you had a panic room. Yep. You know, shit like, you know, the, some of the, like the, the, the stories that, that he would tell us. Yeah. You know, about just the, yeah. just the data, you know, helicopter, helicoptered in from the airport, you know, all this, you know, this sort of stuff. So, I mean, there's, there's definitely challenges, but I think it's, it's a gigantically untapped, or, or very little tapped player market and um, and it's, it's it's certainly a logical progression whether that's by in the next decade or it's team 20 yeah that's you it you know Definitely. of expansion it, that does also give more
2: credence I would still love to see a first tier and a second tier competition you know you have first grade and you have reserve grade and the the mm. competitions mirror each other they fucking mirror each other until you get to the finals, obviously, um, yeah, and you know that 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 would be a, I guess, a way to make show the system works, but yeah, that's a pipe trick.
1: Yeah. Right. Let's move on to the round ahead. Thursday night's game is coming up on us, and it uh, is uh, the first revenge game of the round with the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the Brisbane Broncos. And uh, this one. Liam Knight returns. Um, Shaq Mitchell is out completely. He looked like he perhaps needed a little bit more cardio. Yeah. Uh, to, to become a mainstay in the NRL. Um, Bronco side. Uh, Payne Haas is out. Kirk Capewell's out. Rabadi comes in at second row for Capewell and Carrigan starts at prop for Haas. Turpin named in the reserves. So, it's the Rabidos that we don't... You know, I'm not sold on I'm not fully sold on yet against the resurgent Broncos, however, with certainly with two of their best players out and two of their most instrumental players. yeah,
0: um, with those the those outs happen. are enough for me to think that the Broncos whilst i th- I feel like they'll they'll give a good account of themselves. I don't think that um without Haas, there's no chance of them getting the momentum through the middle that they're going to need to beat Souths. 2021 South, maybe. Um,
2: and, and as amazing as Haas is, and he is a big out for them, they performed admirably when they didn't have him against Penrith. Um, I'm not sure that, that just based on that. And look, Capewell Cape is a big out for them as well, Absolutely. just that utility and, and, and spark value he brings. But I think uh, the other big factor here is that it's a, a road game for the Broncos.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: If this was at SunCorp, I would have no problem picking Brisbane on this.
0: Billy Wilders at nine. Billy Wilders with extended periods of time defending in the middle. Set the before. middle. Yeah, yeah. It I wonder with Jay. I, I
1: wonder. I wonder with Turpin in. I wonder if Turpin in the, in the twenty four there. I wonder if he's that you know not far. Yeah. You know, I mean, he may come in. Mm. Yeah. That's it. As as a, as a as a cut. I'm not sure. I haven't seen what the cut is. Um, for the tonight's cut, you know, down to 19. So, uh, I mean, have you seen that? No. It's probably worth looking at, actually, just to see. It's worth looking just to see if if Turpin's still sitting there after the cut. Um, Let me have a look at the No, he's not. I'm looking at it. He's he's not. not. Okay. All right, then, in that case. No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're going to have, well, you might have 50 to 60 minutes of Billy Wilders defending in the middle. Good luck. Yeah. Rabbits. I
1: think I think Corey Pace will have more time than that, but I still I still favour the Rabbits. Okay, next one up is uh, the Canberra Raiders taking on the Bulldogs in Canberra. The um, Canberra side, Jared Croker is back. He returns to the centres. <coughs> Semi Valame is out. Jack Whiten is suspended, and obviously a massive, if the most massive out the Canberra could possibly have. Um, Frawley replaces him in the halves. Um, Nickel Klukstar returns to fullback. Uh, Xavier uh, Savage is out of the 17. Grappner onto the wing. Whitehead is listed to play again after that uh, injury where he cut you know, half of his lip out. Um, Harry and I are benched. Rushden out of the side. And the Doggies. Naden returns. Josh Jackson returns from COVID. Ockenball drops out of the 17. Kings benched. Otherwise... As per last week, so this time, surely, the Raiders. Both teams that are a dollar ninety. <laughs> it's old boys' it's, day for the Raiders yeah, down there. Yeah. So you know how old old boys' days goes. Um, obviously, the doggies are riding high. Um, Jared Croker coming back. Look, if nothing else, there's experience and leadership. In Jared Croker, that maybe, and maybe that some, maybe some of that's been missed. You know, maybe that's a that's a factor. I don't know. And it is a uh, the second of our revenge games with Adam Elliott having his revenge game against the dogs who sacked him after <laughs> numerous indiscretions. But ultimately, the last one being a tryst with Millie Boyle mm. in the uh, in the restrooms. So.
2: I think the dogs go into this one favoring themselves to win. Okay. Um, with White now, and with the way Canberra have been performing, if the dogs can get out to a little bit of a lead or or keep Canberra close, then they would have to favor themselves to, to come back over the top of them, even in the way they've been generating points recently. Mm. Um. Oh, fuck, I said it last episode. I, I don't know what to say about Canberra anymore without sending like a broken fucking record. I, I don't know how you tip them to win, even against the team coming second last
0: with the way they're performing at the moment. I almost feel d- dirty saying it, but um, I'm going to tip the
1: dogs. Yeah, no so no, like.
0: whiten is a massive impact for the Raiders. Um, and I I don't like them. I don't. The Raiders are got to show me something else that they're, they're doing something to turn the corner and I think the Bulldogs as you say be riding high after the win last week and getting the meter off yep. their back and um, I think that might be just enough to get get over the Raiders yeah that's it
1: the Doggies only have to win one in ten games to meet Krent's, you know basic coaching criteria and with that in mind they've won their, they've won their one for the next ten yep and uh, now Old Boys Day the return of old fucking teary eyes and uh, the stage is set for the Raiders to uh to power out to win, at which they don't fade this time. Lock it in. Right, the uh, next game we have the late Friday game. The Pan- the Penrith Panthers take on the Parramatta Eels. Um, Panthers unchanged in seventeen. However, we see number twenty two in uh, Moses Leota and number twenty four in Brian To'o. So perhaps there could be some changes happening mm. before we get to actual Friday. Uh the eel side. Okay, so Olpechek remains in the center. or returns to the center. Sorry, which uh, means that Dylan Brown shifts back to 58 Arthur pushed out of the seventeen,
2: mm. which is as it should be. Which is definitely as it should. Yeah. Be. Um. Both of these teams underperformed last week. You know, one one of them more so I think than the others. Um. But we saw what Parramatta's capable of when they took down Melbourne. And I think they would be up for this game. Just as they were up for that Melbourne game, this is the chance for them to to get their credentials firmly back in check uh, as, as a true Premiership contender. Uh, so they will be up for this game, especially considering, you know, how, how bitter they must be that Penrith essentially slammed the window shut on their window last year. Um, that, that was their opportunity to win it. They won't win it this year. Um, they lose too many decent players next year. Uh, and for every decent player that goes, that's more influence that Clint Gutherson has over the side, which takes them closer and closer to a spoon. So, um, all in all, Penrith 13+. plus. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk.
0: I had to say it, but um, that shit that Parramatta <laughs> took in 1986... <laughs> It's not going to drop this week either, so I think Penrith will uh, will win thirteen plus, very very handily.
1: Remember the uh, the trials with the Eels winning 36 nil or whatever it was <laughs> over the Panthers. Yes. and uh, but look, honest, honestly, that's that seems like a, a hell of a long way away. I'm not sure that Jacob Arthur was like the problem facing the Eels. I think the Eels are perennially overrated on based on early season form, and I think this season is no different. And uh, I expect the Panthers to run a train on them. I mean, the you know they'd, they'd be without wins over top sides if it wasn't for like Ray Stone fucking heroics, yeah, busting his ACL or whatever. Mm. You know, score an extra point. You know, like it's. Yeah, I, I think the, the Eels are overrated. Um, this is not a this is not something unique to this year. It happens every year after Fantastic Starts. Yep. And you know, this is this is gonna be a, a reality check where the Panthers just show them just how far they are away. Yep. Next. Saturday afternoon at Four Pines Park, Brookvale, mighty Manly Seagulls take on Glenny's West Tigers. The Manly side. There have been some injuries. There have been some changes. Big in, number one, Tom Travoye. He has uh, somehow, I don't know how, but he has reclaimed his fullback spot over the form fullback in the comp, Reuben Garrick. I thought he might have to have a week at Blacktown before he came cruelly, back in, and that rushed him into the side.
0: Garrick's significant play for the New South Wales number one jersey. I can't even fucking say hey. it with a straight face. You Tommy Tommy Tur- Tommy Turbo was to-
1: Tommy Turbo was the premier Tommy Turbo was the premier New South Wales centre, and he plays his club football at fullback. And uh, so will Ruben Garrick become the premier representative <laughs> fullback playing his <laughs> playing his club football on the wing? <laughs> um, an injury to Jason Saab. Has, uh, has finally affected the final, the final piece of the regime change that I was hoping in the uh, early parts of the season with uh, Christian Tupolotu taking his wing spot, Garrett goes back to his spot, and uh, Tolu Kola in the centres uh, as, we, as we loved last week and the second half of the week before. The other centre spot, Ben Trevoibich. So this time we're getting, for the first time ever, three turbos starting a game together. So that's a nice little thing for the family there, and um, that's not, it's not the elsewhere first, though. Isn't
2: isn't there that thing though that whenever you have three on the field, you lose? It was, but
1: it, it was, it was. Uh, I think Ben was uh, on the bench, or he was like in the game, or like yeah. Was, this, yeah. This, but but when, this whenever, this whenever the three the of them have
2: played the same game, you lose.
1: Yeah, like historically speaking, the optimal amount of turbos on the field at any given time is two. Yeah. So you know. And and given that you know Jake is an eighty minute player, I mean, it's not like there's going to be substitutes to keep periods of the game with two oh. players on the field. But you know they're going to have to learn to play with three. Um, in other in other ends, a big one for his revenge game, another revenge game. Josh uh, Josh Alloy is back in the side. Uh, let's hope he stays there. And um, and Homali's back from suspension, so Marty Tapia very welcome front. in. Yeah, major power up front. Probably will be changed to the bench before the game starts, I would imagine. And uh, they might throw a fucking garlic sauce on to start the start the revenge game off. But um, West Tigers, okay. So Nofaluma, concussed. He's out. Luciano Leilua, out with an ankle. I thought it was a hammy. Yeah, ankle injury. Um, so Kenny Malmalo returns to, uh, to man the toll booth on the Nofa Highway. And uh, Leilua oh. is replaced by Safarth. Simkin is back. Replacing Jacob Little at Hooker, Jockey Madden, Glenny's mate drops the reserves, and so uh, Stefano returns and Tyrone Peachy. Oh. this is this this team selection list is truly the the battle of like you know giving and taking away. Stefano's in
0: Peachy also in fuck. <laughs>
1: Yeah. But then you like uh, you know and you go, Oh fucking Luciano's out. You know, he's he's a big meter eater, you know, damaging runner for him. It's, oh damn, Noffers is out too though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is uh this this has a statement game written all over it.
0: I agree with you, and I feel like the West Tigers the best, will make the, the statement that they are uh ready
1: Absolutely spoon bound <laughs> <laughs> ready
0: <laughs> to continue their climb up the ladder that uh took a a slight blip on the radar last weekend at the hands of the dragons, but uh I feel like
1: when the, you say the continue, true you act like they did the didn't,
0: true <laughs>
1: they revenge didn't game the is, is that of week. Jackson
0: Hastings who will uh will lead the Tigers to a a victory for the ages and I think we can all agree on that. Let's move on. Jesus
1: Christ. Did you did you see did you see the media about it um this week that it's actually it's not a revenge game for Jackson Hastings this week. His revenge game comes when they face the Bulldogs. Because he's cool with Manly the problem he has is with Trent. Oh, really? <laughs> Trent is the one. Is, yeah, Trent. Trent's the person he has the problem with. Not manly. Okay.
0: Was that was there a story on? That?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was basically like you know him and Daly have chatted, and you know they, they they're fine. And um, the only person that he's never spoken to again is Trent. Okay. <laughs> like he, him and Daly were cool before he went to England, but um. It's a, it gives a bit, a little bit more, more insight fucking, into that whole situation. Do you know how what fucking like?
2: desperate that cunt would be to have any friends at all?
1: What it, what, what any it was, friends? I think. I think it was more. I think it was more like senior player. The senior players were given Hastings the rookie, the, the rookie fucking treatment, like hazing. And because back then he was an immature shit cunt that was getting fucking booted out of club after club because of the way he behaved, I just think he just couldn't. He just couldn't handle it, and uh, he's done a lot of growing up. He's gonna have hundred and sixty two touches this this week, I think. I think he's gonna be need in to. dummy half and pass <laughs> the, he's yeah <laughs> and unfortunately they're all gonna to come to fucking naught. <laughs> and uh, I look forward to the impact of I look forward to the impact of Tyrone Peachy. Yes. As we all do. Greatly. And now how do you how do you feel with uh like Simkin V Little?
0: They're 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 different nines. Um I feel like in this particular game, he probably would have benefited from Little's speed around the ruck. Um, but I would say Sinkin gives the more consistent service, and that that is a point of conjecture, because you have Tigers fans in either camp that say one's better than the other. But um, Little's biggest advantage, or well, two biggest advantages, is that he's probably more, a more consistent Defender, and he has uh, more speed around the ruck than, than Simkin. But yeah. um, I think Simkin's ceiling is higher, and I think he's only going to realise that by playing more first grade. So I'm I'm happy I'm happy with this. There.
1: All right, so agreed. Manly thirteen plus. Gotcha. <laughs> the Roosters take on the Titans in Mackay. And uh, the home of where the Roosters got fucking pumped by Manly in the finals last year. Um, the Roosters side this week ha- welcomes the return of Tupou and Momorovsky. And quite frankly, even Tupou might have got him over the line. They could have just started throwing kicks at him. Yeah, that's it. And especially especially like versus Ockhambor. And that was probably <laughs> the difference between the Roosters winning 13-plus and, and losing, as yes, they did. Um, Kieran's out of the 24. Kevin Nagama dropped to the reserves. Yep. Titan side. Okay, so Dave is injured with his knee injury, so he's going to miss several weeks. So he's replaced by McIntyre. And uh, that's it. Still, We're still going with Brimson at fullback. Yes. And Will Smith at uh, six.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't know about that. Ooh. it You know, and unfortunately, this game should have all the hallmarks of, you know, the, the dogs going up against Canberra and considering themselves favourites. The, based on... Based on performance, the Titans should be going into this game going "fuck, we can take these guys." I don't see it happening. Even based on how how poor the Roosters' performance was last week, I don't see it happening. Um, I don't think that the Titans forwards yet. They they want to get into some niggle and and some grit and grind in the middle, and and that's not not how the games played these days. Um, I don't think they're that ruthless, like Melbourne Storm Pack, which is just, well, we don't actually care about the opposition. We're just going to get in there and steamroll you, and it's going to be relentless every set, every set, every set, every set. And I think that's what they would have to do to, to get in. This Roosters Forward Pack, they're built for people to come at them with with gritty, grimy football, yeah. um Radleys and... and you know, uh letters and those guys absolutely fucking love that shit. They thrive on it. So um I gotta back the Roosters on this one.
1: Yeah, I agree. I don't Yeah, I back the Roosters with zero zero confidence because I mean fuck me, when you lose to the the two worst teams in the competition when they're they're your losses, you know it's it's it's, it's tough. Yeah. Mm. No for feed you know, chance no chance. Yeah, it's about yeah. It. Well you know, not that he fucking does anything anyway. Let's be real. Mm. Uh, The North Queensland Cowboys take on the Newcastle Knights at the Abattoir in Townsville. This will be an absolute fucking booming home game for the Cowboys after their recent run of form. Uh, They're unchanged, 24 unchanged. See, Brendan Elliott's still there. Nice. Uh, The Knights side, though. Oh, AOB. He's uh, been forced to make changes, and he's swinging the axe. Clune is out with a knee injury. Crosland plays half as he did, uh, you know, through through much of the game last week. Jake Clifford has been left out. I think that did I see something about Jake Clifford having like you know like personal issues something. I didn't see that. Something like I think. Um, so, sexy taxi is back and he is going to, he is going to be in the halves with with Phoenix Croslin. Um, Fitzgibbon and Young are back Brody Jones left out Sasagi drops to the reserves um, Thompson remains at lock Mann still unavailable Croker and Solo join the bench so another Croker um,
0: Newcastle scored two points each of the last two weeks and now they have Tex Hoy and
1: Phoenix Crossley in the halves um, I and playing I, against the, the the best defensive side in the competition I, I, thus far, I
0: don't see them scoring any points this week. I think the Cowboys are absolutely going to demolish them
1: at home. This is this is like a homecoming for the Cowboys. Um, yeah, where they, I don't think that I don't know when they most recently played at home. I think they've had a couple of weeks away, and so they're coming back after fucking destroying the Eels, mm. Mm. like absolute heroes. And they just, I, oh. yeah. I agree with you. I think the Knights are going to get absolutely flogged, Yeah. They, and I don't know what they can do to prevent it. The I only don't think threat anything here, they can do to stop it, the the
2: only threat here is is the the Cowboys getting out there and getting cocky and and really underestimating the Knights to to the extent that they maybe only field ten players. <laughs> I, I think that's that's the the risk to the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, oh, I. I I know that last comment was t- tongue-in-cheek, but i I probably give Peyton credit um, to be able to get his players up, even though the Knights aren't performing well. I feel like he'll have the, the Cowboys prime for a, a good showing at home. And um, yeah, I, I feel like Newcastle's going to get f- absolutely flogged again for the third week in a row.
1: Yeah, that's it. I would be surprised if the Cowboys won by less than 20. Yep. yep. Frankly. Agreed. Okay, next up. We have the Melbourne Storm take on the St George Illawarra Dragons. You guessed it, Amy Park. The Melbourne Storm play all their games, uh, Nathan. <laughs> fucking one hundred, literally, literally one hundred percent of their games in twenty twenty two are played. <laughs> <at> Amy Park. <laughs> uh, this one, Teppoy Mor- Moro is out with the shoulder injury mentioned in the game uh, recap. Um, he's replaced by Jordan Grant. Otherwise, the same lineup. The St George Illawarra Dragons. Bird returns from injury, so he'll go into 5.8. Amoni benched Sullivan out of the 17.
0: Tigers softened the Dragons up last week, and I think uh, they're uh, primed for a flogging $10 outsiders against the Storm who are $1.05, and I don't see the Dragons getting within 30 of the Storm.
1: Is that the worst odds on a Wednesday we've seen this year yeah, so far? I, definitely. Think it is. I don't
0: think anyone's been $10 yet.
1: Yeah, and a dollar was it? They're like a dollar and five, aren't they? The the storm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like, dollar five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. So, uh, you, so you can't go past you know, them the way they're playing at the moment. The bookies know more than we do, and obviously they are expecting an absolute fucking slaughter. <laughs> um, I'm trying. I'm looking at the dragons lineup, and I'm trying to think of a reason why. Like, uh, I just, I just think it's yeah, absolute comfortable win to the storm, even if they have a bad outing. I think it's still, they're still looking like, you know, three tries, four try victors, no matter yeah, what. that's it. Easy. The Sharkies take on the Warriors uh, at points bet Stadium. The Sharks side. Finucane returns at lock. Um, McKinnis moves back to the interchange. Trindle out of the 17. The Warriors side. DWZ returns uh, after a head knock. Uh, Penne returns via um, the bench after suspension. katoa back into second row. Jesse Arthurs drops out of the squad with uh, Otakolo pushed back to the reserves, along with Bailey Siernan. Revenge game. Another one. Yes, Sean Johnson.
0: Yes. (sighs) I I think this is tougher to pick than some people might think. I actually give the Warriors a big show.
2: I think athletically. I don't know, man. I I think athletically. The Sharks have them. The Sharks have their measure um, just in in pure physical talent. So I'm going to tip the Sharks in this one.
1: Look, Fanukin being back for the Sharks to it probably fixes some of the issues they might have had through the forwards, holding things together. Um, Wade Graham playing his second game of the season off the bench. Um Nico Hines had a, not a shocker last week, but it was his worst game of the season. Yep. And just through all of the media and everything, it seems like he sort of, he took it, you know, kind of personally and accepted all the responsibility, you know, sort of, you know, sort of carry that all himself. So, um, yeah, I expect to bounce back from him as well. Yeah. Um, Sharky's traditionally have been, have beaten the Warriors a lot over Like the, you know, historically, and I, you know, I don't, I don't put a ton into, of, uh, Stock in that, but uh, yeah, I think the Sharkies have got it covered, maybe yep. not 13 plus, but I think they'll, you yeah, know, Sharkies by like 10, so that's it. I only go the Warriors in a tight one. There you go, the Ooh, underdogs. Dare to dream, Glennie. Dare to dream. How yeah, good! So that's it. That's that's that is round nine. Legit done. It is legit done. Um. Is there I'm anything done. else you want to chat about before we get It's It's done. done. <laughs> it's done. Um oh yes, yeah, so I was saying this that story, yeah, the the story This I was telling at the start of last episode, so uh go to pick the kids up today. Yeah, uh, go to pick the go go pick killer up. And uh, you know, he's he's not he's 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 not upset but he's not happy. And um and I'm like, oh okay. And like well today we we had to we had to go into the city tonight for because because uh, you know S was getting an award um, from like CPA and um, in a city hall and so like it was yeah you know, we were doing that you know straight after school sort of get changed and go into the city for this thing yeah and um and he he wasn't and he wasn't quite right and I was like oh what the fuck he's like oh I've got it yeah I've got a detention tomorrow at lunchtime <laughs> and I'm like oh. I was like, okay, yeah, what so what happened? He said, Oh Luke, you know, pushed his chair he pushed his chair back into my chair and it hit me in the mouth and so I've so i punched him. And I'm like you know, so he's just fucking swung on something.' I'm like and I could see he's just been he's been building up to it. It's just like he's tired and you know, whatever, it's just like the stress of, you know, whatever you know, he's it's been building up and then this can't copped it. So <laughs> and then he tells me that you know, this this kid, you know, he's been he's a kid he went to primary school with as well. So he knows him well, you know, they're like, they've been friends for long. And, and, um, and so this kid's been like, sort of, it sounds like he's been like, pro- like poking at him and poking at him for a couple of weeks now. And then the fucking, the dam just broke. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but I mean, and it was, it was lucky that that was the case because like the, the teacher, you know, um, from what I heard is, yeah, she's just kind of gone look like normally like throwing a punch, like at this school is like instant suspension for both kids. Mm. Like you know, and um but she said, look, you know, we understand that this is, you know, the age and the things happening with the age and all of that sort of thing. You know, it's just, you know, caveman brain can kick in and, you know, they're both fine, you know, there's you know yeah, so they have got they've got a, a lunchtime a lunchtime detention tomorrow to fucking punch think on about again. It. <laughs> but, yeah, and like and like see and see my official line has to be like you just, you just don't, you just don't fucking. Yeah. You, you do not punch. I said, like I, I said, look, I, I've outlaid to you since like grade two, what the fucking protocols are here. Yep. If a kid's like bullying you in any way, physical or whatever, you go and take it up with the teacher. Give them the opportunity to sort it out. Next time, it happens again, you take it up with the teacher. Given the opportunity to sort it out. Third time, the school has had their chances to fucking rectify the issue. Yeah, and then, and then, particularly if they're like physically doing stuff, like if yep. they're trying to punch you or whatever, fucking knock them out. I don't care. Yeah. The school, but the school, what would the school suspend you or you know? Uh, I don't fucking care. You're not going to hear a shit from me. Yeah, because that's it. they've had ample opportunity to rectify the situation. Yep, and they've refused to do it. That's it. And you can't fucking just keep taking it forever. But I said, so, but this, so this one today, I'm just like, oh, mate, you just can't, like, you didn't follow the fucking rules. Yeah. Like, this, this, you didn't, you, you, you're telling me that this kid has been poking you, you know, and, and all this sort of shit and, and, and fucking with you over like the last couple of weeks. How many of these times, how many of those did you tell the teacher? None. Right. How'd they have the opportunity to resolve it and stop? What, What, what happens if you tell them the first time? Perhaps they, you know, it's, it's done. At that point, so you got You got to tell them because then, if something happens like today, you go back over the history of the the whole fucking scenario, yep, looking I've at it from told an aerial you, view. You, I've told you, and you, you three can see that there's five instances and, yeah. where, yeah, exactly. And then you've got like a bit of a tra- an audit trail there where they can say, okay, we failed to fucking, you know, properly deal with this one. We were given yeah. the opportunity. So,
2: fucking, how good parenting so, advice to finish yeah. the episode
1: off. Love it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you normally have to fucking pay pay Patreon to get that sort of gold. So,
2: summing up this episode, <laughs> Cowboys are great. <laughs> Fuck you, Luke.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
2: Fucking Luke. Imagine and, uh, that. Imagine being pregnant with somebody for fucking nine months, growing that child in your body, right? Going through the fucking agony of labor and then going... I'll name him Luke. The fuck were yeah. you thinking,
1: <laughs> stupid woman? Luke fucking Luke, Luke Luke fucking copping it on May the fourth as well.
0: Did he, does he look like a fucking <laughs> delightful? <laughs> delightful.
1: <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's a, he's a he's a little he's a little guy like he's like a he's a fucking he'd be like Alfie just a fucking germ. <laughs> Like like Luke Luke I I do fucking like well, there you go. Hey, There's another hey. one. There's a he doesn't exactly. got like, like Luke Brooks, a little germ that you just want to punch. How the oh, fuck god. would it take hey, you so you long? Why would you want to, to punch?
0: Call? Why would you want to punch Luke Brooks? Uh, uh, it's fucking delightful.
1: Why wouldn't I
0: though? Why wouldn't I? It's just misunderstood. Oh, I'll answer
1: your question with a question, Glenny. <laughs> 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 oh god. Oh, but yeah, so I um, I, I do so love.
2: Yeah, would... I do love. Mine's at the age now where he's. I can't quite tell if he says unintentionally hilarious things, or if he's actually fucking planned it. Yeah. But some sometimes he says things and it just fucking gets me. Like the he, he was number one in his class for the like they're on uh, levels for reading. Like the <coughs> yeah. You know you, you go up in levels and that's a, a big fucking thing that he has to you know yeah. up in levels up in levels up in levels. Anyway. And
1: they go those readers those ones yeah. that go from like 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 one to th- one to thirty or whatever 30 is the highest. That's like it. I so? Yeah.
2: Um, and, and this kid at his school started beating him and he was fucking filthy about it. He was absolutely fucking filthy. He's like, oh, this, this kid, and and I know the kid and he's a a fucking, the the sweetest little thing you'll ever meet. Um, but he's cross-eyed, right? Right. (laughs) And he's sitting in the back of the car and I'm driving along and he goes, it's not fair. He can read two books at once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's got to be accidentally hilarious. I, it's got to be. That's
0: it. That's, I, oh, I I don't consider I don't consider the genetics, him. Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> consider the fucking genetics. Um, that's all I have to say. Yeah, so
2: I can't wait because yeah, he, the conversations I have with him are going to be very different. Your yours are go three times before you punch someone. Mine is, yeah, and un- understand that line on this side you're not punched, on this side you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Fantastic. So, yeah, now, 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 I've, now, I've,
1: I think I've got to do the you know, I've got to, I've got to put him back into something like, you know, boxing or jiu jitsu or, or, or something, something to outlet that fucking, you know, that energy, yeah. you know, essentially take it out on a fucking, uh,
2: does he have a, a female best friend on Buy packets of lollies for?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, he oh, does not. Um, and finally, if you want if you want more great parenting advice like this, it tends, it tends to appear more on the member sides, and so feel free to to join it, uh, at Patreon dot com forward slash Tool Nation. Just want to say thank you and welcome to a couple of our uh, our new patrons, uh, such as Thomas, Aiden. Um, who else have we got there? Oh, yeah, Thomas I jacked up his level as well. So shout out to you, my friend. Oh, and uh, John, Thomas. thank you. Thank you, um, Champions. And uh, it's great to have you uh, on board. And uh, we look forward to busting out those sides and uh, giving you the good stuff. Uh, anything else, you guys, that you want to uh, cover off before we uh, put a pin in this one?
2: No, I can't wait for the next member next week. It's a very special one. We, we did have some questions. Oh um coming in uh before we decided to do three weeks of Tiger game companions. Um mm-hmm. but uh yeah, back back to back to topic driven member membersodes for a little while, I think, now that the Tigers run has ended.
0: <laughs> um, blip on the fucking radar, mate. Blip on the radar. And,
2: and we, we had one with we'd, we'd uh, sorted out some some content for well well, before we did the Tigers one, so can't wait to get that. It'll be an absolute banger. Yeah,
1: and we've got, yeah, that's going to be the very next one. So, uh, really looking forward to it. It's going to be an entertaining one. Next week's episode will um, be great. Next week's, yeah, it'll be the very next member side that we'll probably do, uh, you know, on, on probably on Monday night. Um, that's it. But anyway, that's it for this episode. So, uh, thanks for listening as always, and uh, we will see you next time. Later. See ya.